What's going on? Thanks so much for joining me today on The Shalene Show. I'm Shalene Johnson, and today we're talking about a subject that can be triggering for some people. We're going to talk about eating disorders, not just eating disorders, but in general, the signs that you might be slipping back into one or the signs that you may be developing an eating disorder. Now, I've done quite a few episodes in the past about this, including episodes on orthorexia. I've talked about my own struggles with orthorexia. I've talked about my own disordered eating. But today, this episode isn't necessarily designed for family members or friends even. It's designed for you, for those of you who may be wondering if what you're experiencing is normal, if it's something that you should seek help for, and if in fact you are slipping into the grips, and I do mean the grips, of an eating disorder. Get this, research shows that more than a third of adults, of course, mainly women, are unable to recognize symptoms of disordered eating. And partly this is because as a culture, we are just fixated on food and body image and weight transformation and beauty treatments. And all of these things are designed to make us believe that we're flawed, that we need to look better. And trust me when I say I am not above any of this. My goal today is to really help those of you who you're questioning yourself. You're wondering, like, is this okay? Is this normal? Should I be doing something about this? Should I be looking for help? Or am I just trying to be healthier? In preparation for today's episode, I had the opportunity to spend a little bit of time today on the phone with our good friend and resident psychologist, Dr. Michaela Sarno. Her contact information is below in our show notes. She's exceptional. If you want to go to the best, I don't say this just because she's my BFF and also a regular consultant for the show. She's really the best. Like People fly from all over the world to treat with her, especially people who are like, okay, I don't have a lot of time. Let's get to it. You know, I need to address these things. I've got a life I want to live. I don't have time to waste. I don't feel like doing years of talk therapy. Dr. Michaela is your gal, and she also does virtual sessions as well. All right, so let's talk about these signs. Number one, the majority of your thoughts are centered around food and or your weight. You're thinking about your next meal. You're thinking about what you just ate. You're thinking about how many calories things have and or you're consumed with thought of trying to lose weight or what does your body look like or how do your clothes fit or just everything in your consciousness. It's hard for you to be present because you're thinking about food and or your body. Number two, you feel tempted to lie or be dishonest with your friends and family members or sometimes even to be dishonest with yourself about when you've eaten last or what you've been eating or your own behaviors, like maybe you're covering up the fact that you've already exercised today. You're telling people, oh, I just had a big lunch, even though you're actually skipping lunch. Or maybe you're telling them, you know, I have a stomach ache, I'm not feeling well. So you're, you're actually covering up your behaviors because, truthfully, you know that others are going to, they're going to notice. If you were to tell them, I actually don't feel like eating breakfast, I'm going to go to the gym again today, or I need to go lift weights even though it's nine o'clock at night, whatever it is, like you're hiding those things because subconsciously you suspect 
they're going to judge you or they're going to be worried about you. Now, this stuff gets tricky and it's really easy to slip into an eating disorder, to slip into orthorexia, because again, we live in a culture where we're told we need to be disciplined with our food. We're told every single day we need to exercise. And I tell you every day you need to exercise. So it can be really a fine line to walk between what's considered normal or what's actually considered healthy and what might be unhealthy. And one way to know that what you're experiencing is unhealthy is if you ask yourself if you've lost your joy, like if things just aren't as fun, you're not looking forward to the same things as much as you once did. It's hard to enjoy anything because you are so consumed with these thoughts. That's number three. Number four is the opposite of that. And that is that you do experience joy, but it's often centered around the empowerment that you feel when you skip a meal or when you get in an extra workout. The joy that you feel when you, quote unquote, have had a really good day because you've deprived yourself of calories or you've been able to deny a temptation. But it's not like a a pride thing. You actually feel joy. You feel empowered by that. And you can sense that it's almost becoming thrilling or addictive. Now, if you've ever experienced an eating disorder in the past, especially if you've been diagnosed with an eating disorder, you know the signs and you know the behaviors that are associated with that disorder. Now, for the record, eating disorders, whether it's overeating, binge eating, anorexia, which is depriving yourself of food, or bulimia, which is purging food, all of these behaviors are associated less with weight and more with control. Now, yes, it has a lot to do with the body, but it's about controlling your body. And so if you've ever been diagnosed with an eating disorder, or maybe even just self-diagnosed with an eating disorder, you know all too well those behaviors. So if in fact you're noticing that some of those old habits, that old way of thinking is starting to creep up, and you're starting to notice the control that you need and how out of control you feel around food, how out of control you feel if you can't get your workout in that day or your second workout in that day or your third workout in that day, or how in control you feel when you can control these things. Like when you need to have this much control, it's a really good sign that there's something that's out of control right now in your life. For some people, this shows up in the form of a shopping addiction or porn addiction or an addiction to alcohol or drugs. It's about control and that control or that addictive nature for you might just be centered around food and body image and exercise. And so please hear me when I say there is no shame in that. I mean, there are countless resources that you can look to, and I've got a few of them listed in our show notes, but there's no shame to be had in that. But there's a lot of pain if you allow this to continue to grow and to fester. I mean, there's a very good chance that the reason why you're listening to this episode is you looked at the title and you're questioning yourself. You're wondering, like, is this normal? Is what I'm experiencing healthy? And you see, I can come from a point of personal experience because I remember having these conversations when 
I was eating so little, it was just ridiculous. And and I was engaging in a lot of these behaviors, like pretending that I had already eaten, pretending or covering up the fact that I'd already exercised that day or or lying about how long my workout had been because I knew it was unhealthy. I knew it wasn't natural, but yet in my mind, I was convincing myself, I'm in health and fitness, so therefore this must be healthy. I'm in health and fitness, and so therefore I have to do more than the average person. This is abnormal if somebody else were to do it, but because I'm doing it in the name of health and fitness, then therefore it must be healthy. So many lies I told myself, like once I get down to this particular weight, well, then I can go back to exercising at a normal rate. So if you haven't already, I've done a couple of episodes kind of explaining how I got to that place and how being in the fitness industry really turned into a really unhealthy thing for me to do. I never meant to be a health and fitness expert. Once I was there, I never felt like I belonged there. And I was regularly told (laughs) to my face that I needed to get leaner in order to be more marketable. I was regularly told that. I mean, we're talking about an industry that rewards you for being leaner than what is actually healthy. And for women, if we're going to talk about body fat here for a moment, when you lose your menstrual cycle, period, end of subject, that's unhealthy. That is unnatural. It goes against your biology. It diminishes all of your hormones that allow for you to be your best self, to have optimal health. You have to have your hormones in balance. So when we get our body fat so low, that we lose our menstrual cycle. And that's going to happen for different women at different levels of body fat. Like some women can get really low and they don't lose their menstrual cycle. And that has a lot to do with their genetics. And other women, they can be considerably higher, but yet too low for what they naturally should be at. And they're going to lose their menstrual cycle. That's called amenorrhea. And we've talked about that extensively, but the long-term effects of getting lower body fat than what your body has been designed to be at just because you want to look a certain way on Instagram or in your bathing suit on vacation, et cetera. This is such an unhealthy, ridiculous pursuit. And I was there and I didn't know how to get out of it because I thought if I get to a place where my body fat is healthy enough for me to get my period back, et cetera, well, then I'm not going to look, I've got air quotes up, I'm not going to look like that marketable fitness professional that everybody wants to see on the cover of magazines. Well, my body wasn't meant to look like that. And so in order for me to do that, I had to restrict my food and I had to exercise three, four hours a day. I am not even kidding. (laughs) And even still, I wasn't as lean as the leanest women, but it nearly killed me and it destroyed my brain. I was unhappy. All the time, I was consumed with what I needed to do next. I was constantly worried about what my body looked like and what I would look like on camera and how the directors and producers and wardrobe people would respond to me. And it was just a grueling nightmare. And you might not be in the public eye right now, but you may be falling down this path. It might be because you're inundated with these types of images on Instagram. And it's crazy how. TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, those algorithms all work to bombard you with these images. You open up your explore page 
And that's all you see is before and after photos and photos of women who are thinner and leaner and smaller and likely photoshopped. And it can be all consuming. Other signs that you might be slipping into an eating disorder include that you're weighing yourself much more often. Now, again, some of these things you might not be doing them. For example, I didn't weigh myself. I very rarely weighed myself. But I do know this is a common characteristic for those who are in an eating disorder that relates to restricting or overexercising. Now, if you're someone who's binge eating, the opposite may be true. For you, you might be hiding food, looking for opportunities to be alone with your disorder. It's not uncommon for those who are slipping into disordered eating to just feel those thoughts just popping up more often. And your eating habits are beginning to change. And you've probably done a really good job of convincing yourself that it's not that big of a deal or it's just a little phase or you're just doing it right now to cope. You're doing it right now because you're using this to cope with stress or sadness or depression or a lot of work or a hectic schedule. And you're just telling yourself, well, I'm just doing this right now whether that's overeating or restricting, because I've got a lot going on. And you can almost dismiss it in your head or justify it. Like, well, once this is over, then I'll go back to my normal eating. Then I won't be overeating or then I won't be restricting. It's just because I'm incredibly stressed right now. Now, you know, if you've listened to previous episodes of The Shalene Show, how important it is to take care of your health and what we put in our bodies and what we put on our bodies is so important. I have fallen in love with Teamy Blends serums. They are amazing. They are all natural. They're infused with real tea ingredients. And can I just tell you right now about their vitamin C serum? First of all, it smells so good that I'm like, I can't even believe that this doesn't have, I don't know, fragrances in it. How could this be all natural? Well, it is. They use hibiscus flower, hydrolonic acid, which totally hydrates your skin, and it it makes your skin hold on to moisture. It also includes vitamin C. And of course, that molecule is so important for your skin health. It's rich in antioxidants, and it's just Again, also super hydrating and it's got a lot of protective benefits. The way this thing smells, I'm obsessed. It smells like grapefruit and vitamin C. It just, I don't know what it is. My skin looks lighter and brighter and tighter. And that's the whole purpose behind using a vitamin C serum. Now you want to put your serums on underneath your lotions. Timmy has some great lotions too. I love their green tea detox. If you follow me on stories, you know that I I use all of their natural products. They've got some wonderful oils that I use on my skin. And what I love about the Teamy line of products is I always know that they're 100% organic. And hello, this is a female-based company. We love that. Manufactured right here in the USA. Teamy is a fan of The Shalene Show. Teamy is a fan of you. And that's why they are giving you 20% off everything Everything you can find at Teamy Blends. So you go to Teamy, I'll spell it T-E-A-M-I, blends.com. Use the code Shaleen20 and that will get you 20% off freaking everything on their site. Again, you'll love everything and you can buy with confidence and know that what you're putting on your skin is all natural, all organic. 
That is teamy, T-E-A-M-I, blends.com. Enter the code Shaleen20 for 20% off. Again, all their products are great, but if you're going to pick up one, definitely, definitely get their vitamin C serum. You will not regret it. Another sign that you're slipping into it is that you are exercising, or your exercise, I should say, has become more important than almost all other areas that you know common sense tells you are more important, such as sleep, such as getting a healthy meal in. Like you are exercising regardless of what's going on in your family. You're missing appointments. You're prioritizing exercise over your work, your family, and pretty much any other obligation or invitation. You might also want to ask yourself if your thoughts have changed recently, if recently you've noticed that in the past you didn't care much about the way your outer thighs looked or you didn't think too much about the backs of your arms, but suddenly now that's like that's all that you're seeing. You're just seeing all these imperfections. Just take inventory of your own thoughts and ask yourself, okay, was I being this hard on myself in the past? Like, how come I didn't notice these things before? And if that's the case, again, this is a warning sign. It's also a warning sign if you've noticed you've got this increased sensitivity to pretty much anything related to body image, like whether it's weight or food or other people's bodies. I mean, it doesn't even have to be directed at you, but like you're noticing like almost like your nerves are at the edges of your skin and you notice when people are commenting on other people's bodies or food. It doesn't even have to be directed at you. Again, it's just like you've got this heightened sensitivity in all centers around body image and food and weight, etc. The next thing I think you want to take inventory on is how you're using food as a coping mechanism. So again, whether it's binge eating or anorexia or bulimia, I want you to stop for a moment and ask yourself if, in fact, you're using food to help you cope. Are you using it to help you get through a tough season? Are you restricting yourself from food because you're feeling stressed or sad? Or or are you justifying the fact that you don't feel well and that's why you're not eating certain foods or that you have a special gut health diet or you're fasting and that's why you can't eat this particular food? Again, have you noticed that in the past... You allowed yourself to eat a certain food group or a certain food in particular, but suddenly or recently you've noticed that that food is now off limits and it really makes you panic when that food is around or other people are eating it. And in the past, you didn't even think twice about it, but now this food becomes a source of anxiety for you. It's also important to notice justifying thoughts. Thoughts like, well, I'm not as thin as so-and-so, or using your weight to justify something. Well, you know, I've only dropped X amount of pounds, or nobody said anything, or I'm still getting compliments, or I'm only doing this because, like, you know very well when your thoughts are justifying something that you personally are struggling with. And remember that our weight, the weight on the scale has nothing to do with an eating disorder. You cannot look at someone and know if they have an eating disorder. You just can't. An eating disorder isn't necessarily about our weight. It's about 
a disordered way of thinking. It's when our thoughts become such that we aren't able to enjoy or live our lives in the way that we should be able to. When they disrupt our ability to have peace, to live and to love fully, to do the things that other people get to do. And I think that's the last thing I wanted to mention is I remember when I was in the grips of orthorexia, wondering, wondering, like longing what it must be like to wake up each day and just kind of, you know, decide that day if you had enough energy to get your workout and and maybe just choose to not work out that day. I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what it would be like to just not worry about how many calories you'd had or your macros and just enjoy your food. Now, this is a very brief period of time that I experienced what I would consider orthorexia. But I do know this. It was brutal and it wasn't fun. And I was miserable. And I spent a lot of time trying to convince myself that I wasn't thinking about this thing all the time, but I was. And so that's my recommendation for you. If you suspect you're starting to question yourself, if you know you're raising eyebrows and maybe no one said anything yet, I'm encouraging you to reach out to someone who you trust and let them know that you have questions, that you're concerned about yourself, to reach out to a health professional, to seek the advice of someone who's been there, to look at some of the resources that we've listed in the show notes and just get some help. Like, I'm telling you, you don't have to live this way. There is an alternative way to live and you're going to be so much happier and healthier and more attractive. Like right now, you think it's about being attractive or being unattractive. A lot of people who experience binge eating, part of the subconscious there is you're trying to self-sabotage because you don't want to be attractive. It's not uncommon for so many people who've had an eating disorder, especially overeating, to have been the victim of childhood sexual abuse. And this is your mechanism, your self-defense. This is the way that you're going to make sure that no one would ever want to do that to you again. So you're going to abuse yourself. Whatever the case may be, I promise you this. You don't have to suffer this way. There is somebody out there who can help you. Even if today you cannot imagine what it would be like to be freed from this, I promise you it's possible and it's joyful and it's exciting and it feels great and life is so much better. And you deserve that. You deserve to be happy, to have peace, to be freed from this. So before this goes much further, I'm encouraging you to take a look at the show notes or to reach out to someone you love, to find a therapist who specifically specializes in eating disorders, to consider online therapy or a support group. That's your first step. Please know this. You are beautiful. You are enough. You are worthy. I love you. I mean that. I'll talk to you soon.